the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son of Addy Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And congratulations to the Baylor Bears who came out and mauled the Gonzaga Bulldogs really from start to finish and, and humbled uh, one of the more memorable teams here this century, Lundy. Uh, it was a molly whopping. It was a buck kicking. It was a throttling issued by uh, Davion Mitchell and company. So hat tip to Scott Drew uh, taking a school's program from the ashes when he took the gig in 2003, resurrected it, turned it into a powerhouse, and now he's hoisting the hardware. Just an unbelievable story from start to finish. And Lundy, DraftKings, of course, has already got championship odds posted for next year. Gonzaga lead the way at plus 900, Michigan at plus 1,200, Ohio State at plus 1,400, Nova also at plus 1,400, Houston at plus 1,500, and my beloved Illini at plus 1,500. Uh, knowing that there's like, I don't know, 10 million people in the transfer portal right now, I don't know how on earth you could remotely assess any of these odds. Oh, no, I'm not touching that at all. Between the the portal, you got players that have to decide whether they're declaring for the draft or not. No, 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 no. They're, this is not the time. I appreciate the futures. I know they're good for the sports talk world. Uh, but right now, uh, our fellow betters, our FTN family, put your wallet back in your pocket. Wait a little bit. I know it's tempting. I know you get seduced by the juice or maybe by, you know, your your proud alma mater. But, uh, no, take a step back, y'all, and wait just a little bit before we do that. Yeah, I think I'd rather fire off on a golfer in the Masters, and I know nobody. Like, I know nobody uh, in Brooks the world Kepka. of golf. There Go you go. Kepka. Yeah, what about that guy that's uh, unloading bombs that I was watching on the Bryce social media? DeChambeau. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> VJ Singh just standing there like, yep. Yeah. Yeah, oh. uh, this is uh, this is something spectacular. I'm watching. Watching Deshambo hit the. I mean, you want to talk about a dude that hits the cover off the ball? Oh He's the one. <laughs> if there is anybody that's probably the closest to an actual Happy Gilmore, uh, it's Deshambo. Uh, that was oh, yeah. an unreal yeah. display. It's, and it's, the it's guy's Bryce gonna... Harper with a golf shot. Yeah, that's that's correct. And uh, if his body parts stay together, even for the next five years, it'll be a miracle of physiology. Uh, because that guy is going to have back and knee problems eventually. Uh, oh, speaking of the Masters, everyone's favorite tournament of the year, the, the golfers are in Augusta right now. They're preparing. DeChambeau hitting 350-yard bombs off the tee. Uh, there were some of the, the practice swings that he is generating because he wants that coveted green jacket. And DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action by giving you a shot to land in the green. This week, DraftKings is giving you 101 odds on the golfer of your choosing to finish inside the top 10. If you haven't tried DraftKings yet, this is the time. Turning $1 and to $100 is simple. Pick any golfer this, in this weekend's tournament, and if they finish top 10, you cash $100. That's 101 odds uh, for an offer like this that doesn't come around 
very often. So sign up now at DraftKings Sportsbook to get in all the action and choose your golfer before the tournament tees off on Thursday morning. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 at the golfer of your choosing finishes in the top 10 of this weekend's tournament. That's code FTN to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, let's get to today's Fade 5. Number five. Oh, let's go back to a sport that you and I absolutely adore, that we love, and uh, maybe Teddy Bridgewater is going to be a Denver Bronco in short order. Who knows? After Sam Darnold was uh, traded away from the Jets to the Carolina Panthers yesterday, but the NFL draft, we were less than a month away, Lundy, and I was perusing DraftKings odds uh, related to that exercise, and I stumbled across one I think is a pretty good value. Uh, The first non-quarterback selected, Kyle Pitts is your pack leader in that category at plus 125. But number two in that list, and pretty good odds, who I think will go ahead of Kyle Pitts, Penny Sewell, the outstanding tackle from Oregon at plus 180. And, you know, I've been conducting a mock draft, a lot of beat writers on my SiriusXM show uh, over the last about 10 or so days. And Sewell went to the Atlanta Falcons at number four. And I think he's either going to go Atlanta or he's going to go to Cincinnati. Those are two areas uh, where a tackle, an offensive lineman, is an area of need. So those locales could easily invest in Sewell. And I think Pitts could slip maybe to Miami uh, a little bit further down in that uh, pecking order at number six. Uh, Or Pitts could go to Cincinnati. But I think Sewell's going to go to either Atlanta or or the Bengals at plus 180, I think it's a terrific value. I'm actually going to go one step further with you on the odds charts. Um, and and part of the reason I do that is because I actually think there's a lot of offensive linemen in this draft. And mm-hmm. Sewell is a beast. If you've seen the picture oh he posted God, on ridiculous. Instagram, it's ridiculous. This dude is he's ripped and he's ready for the NFL. But I actually think he might slip a little bit because mm. I think there's a lot of good talent. Not that Sewell isn't at the, at the top of the charts here. I'm going to go a step further at plus 225 and I'm going to roll the dice on Jamar Chase. I I think there could be a chance that Chase goes off the board as the first non-quarterback. And even though you've got Cincinnati that's got a lot of holes, including the fact that they need help on their offensive line, Brad, I'm not convinced that Cincinnati is sold on Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins as being the end-all, be-all when we're talking about wide receivers. I think they might want some help at the receiver position, and I could see them going a little bit off the charts uh, and, and going with a guy like Chase out of LSU. He's a heck of a receiver. You get yourself a nice young core of receivers to go along with Joe Burrow. So I like Sewell. I like those odds, but I'm going to go a step further at plus 225, and I'm going to go with Chase. It's all about what Atlanta does. It's all about the ATL because uh, they could trade down from that position, uh, and if they stay in pat, I think Sewell's going to be the guy to protect uh, a rapidly aging Matt Ryan, who's a bit of a stone statue there in the pocket. But we'll have more NFL draft props as they are unveiled as we get closer. So keep listening right here to the FTN pod. Number four. All right, let's move on to the ice, uh, Lundy. How'd you do yesterday? I know you had, I think you had a two-legger 
on a parlay, and you were talking about how Vancouver is basically waiting in an entire uh, petri dish of COVID nineteen. Um, so it, did you did you score some cash last night? And what do you like on the ice tonight? Well, I'll tell you what we're gonna uh, we're gonna go with the uh, uh, no whammies, no whammies. All right, let's press <laughs> our luck uh, because yesterday we did hit our two leg oh, parlay. Nice. Uh, we did a a very nice job with our pick between Winnipeg and Montreal, both of them on the money line. We went ahead and jumped on that plus one seventy odds by putting both of those two together. So let's press our luck, Brad, and let's do another two legger here on a two for Tuesday. Um, here's the thing, Tampa is a massive favorite against the Columbus Blue Jackets. In fact, it is a minus 200. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? That's exactly what we were dealing with yesterday. But because Tampa is such a heavy favorite against Columbus, even though they're going to be on the road, I'm going to take Tampa on the 60-minute line. In other words, in regulation, no overtime, no shootout, and that drops those odds down to minus 122. From there, we're going to go on the late-night tip. Yep, it's a late one, 10.30 Eastern time, but we're going to talk about San Jose and Anaheim. We're going to pair San Jose on the money line with that. It turns it into a plus 188. You're looking at Tampa, who is 7-4-0 in their last 11 games. They played Columbus a a couple of times already split with them. I think that Vasilevsky gets the job done tonight between the pipes, best goaltender in the league right now. Then San Jose and Anaheim. Uh, San Jose beat them the last time these two teams played. That was on March 13th. They beat them three to one. Anaheim going in the wrong direction. They have lost three in a row. So I'm going to take San Jose in uh, on the money line at the minus 175. But you pair that up with Tampa within regulation. You get yourself to a plus 188. Good little two-legger early and late night on the ice. Sharks and bolts for all the bucks. Number three. All right, let's move on to our monkeyknifefight.com monkey knife fight player prop of the day in the NBA presented by monkeyknifefight.com. Look, it's a TFS game unlike any other. It's uh, more or less over or under you against the house and all of your favorite player props. Uh, and it's points, rebounds, assists, even fantasy points. And here's what you got to do. Uh, you can stream it together in packs of two all the way up to six. Uh, the more you hit them, the more or less, the more uh, cash you stuff into your pockets. And if you use the promo code FTN, again, promo code FTN, as a new user, you get a free $5 game on the house. Have an MKF in good time. At monkeyknifefight.com. And let's go uh, to the former Memphis Tiger for a very brief moment. Uh, that is one James Wiseman, now a member of the Golden State Warriors. Long, lanky, uber-athletic, big, uh, who's got a limitless ceiling, though he's been rather erratic and inconsistent uh, so far this season. But I think he is going to reach double figures, and I think he is going to score the over 10.5 points against the Milwaukee, the good land. Bucks uh, for those Wayne's World fans out there and fans of Alice Cooper. Uh, I, I think Wiseman, I know he's been under this in three consecutive games, uh, but he has gone over this proposed total again, 10.5 points in six of his last 11. And you look at the Bucks, uh, they do struggle at times against long athletic bigs, which again, Wiseman is a prime example of. Uh, he faced this team uh, way back in December, dropped 18 on them, and I think he's going to reach at least a dozen points here in the rematch. This is a 12th best match, according to the FTN Daily Advanced DVP tool for a skilled center, though Milwaukee is number eight in the NBA in adjusted defensive efficiency. So feed or follow James Wiseman over 10.5 points 
against Giannis and the Bucks. You know, the hard part here, Brad, is really you could have named any player, okay? You could have thrown any name out there. But the way you've been with your NBA oh, picks dude, lately, I'm not sure whether or not I can follow you just based well, wait, are on you that. Are you talking about Moses Brown and uh, what was the line? 11 and a half boards and he had one. He had one <laughs> lousy rebound last night. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a rough one. I'll I'll tell you what, Brad. I think uh, I think I'm gonna have to fade you Smart. until uh, until I see you get back on that horse. You know the old, uh, you know, you see like you know old like slapstick comedy where you see the guy like wrapped in the reins and he's being pulled behind the horse. That's you right now, okay? The horse is your NBA picks, and you are the guy, uh, you know, the old cowboy getting dragged, dragged across the dirt. Right. Uh, that's basically what you are right now. So I am actually there is no reason whatsoever that i am fading you on this other than the fact that we got to get you back on that nba horse brother uh fading the noise it's a wise decision number two all right let's move on to the diamond let's talk a little major league baseball and it's been a bit of a roller coaster ride in terms of some of my selections already this year uh and again i built up a nice bankroll i finished up 41 units in college basketball lundy and all i'm going to do is piss it away on stupid baseball action until i get back to the nfl that's what's going to happen so let's go ahead and start that right now uh let's go out west uh, to the great northwest and talk about the seattle mariners taking on the Southsiders of Chicago, the White Sox. And I'm on the under here on seven and a half runs. you got a pitcher's duel in tow. Lucas Giolito going up against James Paxton. Uh, you look at the White Sox. Uh, they have, you know, averaged a considerable amount of runs so far early on this season. 28 runs they have scored uh, so far in five games. Seattle, meanwhile, 26 and OPS. You know, the offense is struggling, and that was expected for this Mariners club. Uh, I don't think they're going to hang a whole lot on Giolito, who is brilliant in the opener against the L.A. Angels, uh, giving up uh, eight uh, excuse me, two Ks, uh, oh, two earned runs, struck out eight. That's what I meant to say. In five and a third innings, only walked two. And then you got James Paxton. Last year uh, with the Yankees, uh, he got beat up a little bit, but only in 20 and a third innings pitch at a six-plus ERA. Uh, but should get back to his bats missing ways. Nine-plus K per nine projected, an ERA below four. And that's a pitcher's paradise there up there at uh, Safeco Field. If I believe it's still called that. I have no idea uh, if there is another name on the billboard of the marquee. But I think this one's got like, I don't know, three to two, uh, maybe four to one written all over it. So give me the under. Sox and Mariners on the seven and a half. Feed or follow. This is another one like your damn NBA picks, Brad. Yeah, Dang it, we much. need you. We got to get you. We got to get you right. It's almost like there's two horses you've got reined up, right? <laughs> one of them's got an NBA logo on the side. The other one's got the MLB. Actually, I'm going to follow you on this one. Um, I think it stays under that seven and a half. You talk about the two pitchers that are there. The two teams played last night. Six nothing win for the Southsiders uh, in that one. I do expect Seattle to not, um, you know, struggle that much offensively uh, necessarily tonight. But I also think that base runners are going to be at a premium in this one. So I, I agree with you. This feels like a four to two uh, type of game by the time it's all said and done. So up there uh, in the great Northwest, grab yourself a Starbucks, kick back and watch, because I think this one is going to be a good, solid pitcher's duel. Oh, let's get right. Uh, give me an egg somewhere in the box score and score the under. Number one. 
All right, let's stay out west on the left coast. It is the best coast. Let's talk San Francisco and the San Diego Padres. The big news, uh, the subluxation for Fernando Tatis Jr., a pretty gnarly injury as he swung extraordinarily hard and fell immediately to the dirt uh, and laid there for quite a while before he exited stage left. So you're not going to see Tatis Jr. in uniform. Uh, the stud three gazillion, uh, it's like $350 gazillion, I think is what they paid him this offseason, uh, man, for this Padres team. But I, I like the under in this game as well uh, on the eight. Aaron Sanchez going up against you Darvish. Uh, you look at Sanchez, he has not pitched uh, in Major League Baseball since 2019. A guy that's projected to have a four-plus walks per nine, Mark Yuck, uh, right around an 8K per nine in a projected mid-fours ERA. Now, Darvish, he got smacked around in his opening stanza against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Four and two-thirds innings pitch, four earned runs, only walked one, struck out six, but the long ball plagued him. Uh, a pair of homers that he allowed there in the desert. I think he's going to get right tonight against some more inferior San Francisco Giants offense. And again, without Tatis in uniform, I think pitching will rule the day. So give me the under, again, eight combined runs between the Giants and the Pods. Fade or follow. I'm actually surprised this number hasn't come down uh, after the Tatis injury. Um, I, I really am. I would have expected this maybe to be seven and a half or seven. So, yeah, I'm going to take the under in this one. 3-2 the final last night between these two. San Francisco got the win uh, it, uh, against the Padres. But, yeah, I think with, with that missing offense, um, I think the effect that it kind of has mentally on the Padres themselves wouldn't surprise wouldn't surprise me at all to see the Giants win again. But in terms of the run total, uh, you know, there's a reason the Giants were picked uh, down a bit within that division. It was expected to be just the Dodgers, the Padres, and then everybody else yep. um, kind of cluster. Well, actually, the the Rockies are all the way down, swirling the toilet bowl. But then there's a couple <laughs> of teams there in the middle. Uh, but yeah, I, I think like, like I said, I'm surprised this number has not come down. Eight to me seems way too high between these two teams. So yeah, give me the uh, give me the under with this one in what should be a slow mover from a run standpoint in San Diego. Uh, yes, sir. I totally agree. And let's give you uh, our listeners out there a little double bonus time. Uh, I, I know there's no line on this yet, but Nick Castellanos, I know he's appealing his two-game suspension after the fracas he got in with Yadier Molina and the St. Louis Cardinals over the weekend, but whatever the hit line is, usually it's .5. Uh, unless you play in Colorado, then it's always 1.5 for basically everybody involved. But if it's a half a hit over I, I, is the play here, uh, as Cassianos has been red hot for the Cincinnati club to begin the season. Five extra base hits in his first 15 at-bats, a robust 533 average of three homers, uh, six RBIs, and seven runs scored. He gets the Pirates and Trevor Cahill, who I had no idea was still pitching in baseball. He's been bouncing around, quite a journeyman career for him. But Cassianos, I think, gets a hit tonight. And then, hell yeah, I'll go back to the NBA and double down. I'm going to take the under. Jimmy Butler, 35 and a half on the PRA. Points, rebounds, and assists against the Memphis Grizzlies. He's been under this in four of his last six games, Lundy. Uh, it's right at his season average. His season average points, rebounds, and assists is 36 on the nose. Uh, but he recently faced uh, this Grizzlies team back in mid-March. 24-72, uh, that is 33. So I think he's going to be slightly under against one of the better defensive teams. Number seven in adjusted defensive efficiency on the year are the Grizzlies. So there you go. That is a wrap on this edition 
of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lenny on Twitter at Nate Lenny. Follow me at Noisy Juevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And check out FTN Daily, FTN Fantasy, and FTNBets.com for all of your fantasy sports and sports betting content needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to score 10% off your subscription today. And as always, until next time, fade or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.